In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset, everybody. You will be so happy that you joined us today because, yes, we are going to help you find your higher self today. Pull out the journals, however you like to take notes and however you like to do that self-exploration process, the computer, the journal, the the tape recorder, whatever it is, because you're going to need it for today's show. Listen to this. On March 1st, 1978, our guest was the last survivor in her section of a continental D10 plane crash. In 2002, she was diagnosed with stage 3 melanoma and beat it. And in 2006, she had heart surgery and now has a perfectly functioning heart and aortic valve. Joining us today is motivational speaker, author of Fire Up Your Life, Donna Hartley. Donna is a catalyst who impacts the lives of others by sharing her inspirational stories, and she's got a few, doesn't she, and the strategy strategies that she's developed to survive in this ever-changing world. Now, her compelling story has been featured on NBC, ABC, PBS stations, and in the New York Times. And today, we're going to explore four questions that came to Donna in a near-death experience, at which time she answered no to each one. And she's here with us today to talk about these compelling questions and the answers that can shape your destiny. Donna Hartley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, after seeing that, I can say we're very blessed to have you here with us. So thank you. (laughs) That's great. So Donna, tell us a little bit about you today. You know, we've had a brief overview of of the traumatic events that have really ignited your passion uh, for life and your passion to obviously help others. Um, How do you do that? Well, obviously those three events changed the destiny of my life, changed how I looked at life, how I act every day, because, I mean, every day is a blessing. I mean, I'm still here. That's the amazing part after having three near-death experiences. So I am a writer. I'm a speaker. I mean, that's what I talk to about people. They don't have to go through a crisis to realize how incredible their life is, even though they think it might not be great. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and that's and a lot of us do kind of uh, bide our time hanging out waiting for that crisis don't we well we just think it's not good and we start to complain a little bit yep. and one day and then the next day is a little bit worse than the next day I'm saying go the other direction start counting your blessings start focusing on what you want to create what are your visions what are your intentions and that's the direction you want to go with your life yeah, I think that's so important. You bring up two really, really important points there, creating your vision and, and really stating your intentions. Um, and so how do we do that? Is there a process that you use, um, you know, for exploring the vision and, and stating the intentions? Well, when I went through all these three events, I was absolutely in a negative position in my life. I wanted to die during the plane crash. I was an actress in Hollywood, so things were not going good. So what I said is I wanted to die. So what you say is what you draw to you. And also with the melanoma, I was in a trial for two and a half years with a a third stepmother, and that was awfully, you know, it was brutal. It was hard on me physically, emotionally. I had a young daughter. And then with the heart, I had lost everyone in my family. I'd either passed on, you know, of cancer or heart, and I had went through 11 deaths in a short period of time. Oh, so, again, point. I was stressed. So I have learned that what you say to yourself determines how you live your life and how you manage your stress determines how you live your life. And so that negative self-speak can uh, certainly impact our lives. How do we change that? Well, I tell people that every morning they need to develop a pattern. Before they get out of bed, think or say five positive statements to themselves to start the day off that way. And I don't care if they put it on a sticky note in the mirror, on their computer, on their dashboard, but always start with I. I create, I'm master, I'm healthy, I'm energetic, I like to exercise. Now. It might not be exactly true that day. That's how you feel about that. But that's how you start to create that mindset and create that energy in your beliefs and in your actions. So that's the first step. And also during the day, if you catch yourself, which we do, say something negative or if you're doubting something, just say cancel and restate it in a positive way. To cancel and restate it. I remember that one. <laughs> yes, there you go. That's it. You know, because we all say negative things. And, and I have a teenager, so she reminds me when I say something negative not to say it. So I have that kind of little echo in my ear because that's what I've said to her for years. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're always reminding. I know teenagers, they need constant reminding. They can be negative for a few years there. I found mine kind of disappeared around the age of 14 and came back to me at around 19. Well, that's good to know. Mine's 15, so there's hope on the horizon. I know there's hope on the horizon. (laughs) Yeah, there certainly is, Donna. They come back to us. The other thing I do is I say that vision boards are absolutely crucial. It doesn't have to be a formal vision board, but, you know, it could just be that normal cork board and some bright paper and typing and pictures, but put on that board what you want. If you want to pay off your house by a certain amount of time, put that on there. If you want to travel, put pictures of where you want to travel, Ireland or Hawaii. If you want more quality family time, put pictures of the family up. 
and having fun and communicating with the family. If you want to be your health to be a certain way, uh, put up that you exercise or you walk or that you're energetic. Again, words and pictures. And I recommend that you place them someplace you can see them last thing at night and first thing in the morning. So again, they go in your brain, they go in your mind, you see them over and over, and they start to go like, okay, that's reality for me, that's true for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important. I've done so many, I've given so many vision board classes, and uh, I always talk about really stepping into the energy of the vision board and how important that is. Um, how do you How do you suggest to people that they utilize the vision board beyond just gazing at it is is there more to it well of course because if they gaze at it and then their little mind says oh but that's not really going to happen they've canceled out the vision board totally right right so i mean i say but again before you go to bed at night pick one thing off that vision board and close your eyes for 10 or 15 minutes and feel it I mean, just like an athlete in the Olympics, they feel the win before they ever compete. So you have to feel that you're on vacation or feel that you're healthy. You know, you have to really put that in your body with that intention so your body and your mind believe that is true for you. Yes, yeah, stepping into that feeling and holding that intention is is so important. I love so, Marla, vision. what do you say to make the vision board become reality? Basically the same thing. I say spend time with it, um, several minutes, as many times a day as you can. And while embracing the pictures, really step into the feeling of one of them at a time. And um, really open up that heart chakra and that solar plexus chakra so that... Um, you're receptive to those feelings. Taste it, smell it, get into as many as the, of the senses as you can get into, right? And because once we start um, becoming it in that way, we open up the energy and we invite the experiences in to our day-to-day life. Right, and then we can believe it. The other way I always do it is I believe in meditation. So I am a regular person that, you know, meditates and turns off all the confusion in my life and also when I meditate I place that in my consciousness whatever that intention is that I want to come true I put that in there and then you know my mind kind of erases everything and I'm in that peaceful state but I also place it during uh, meditation in my uh, intentions how important I know and how beautiful of an experience so so Donna I'm going to play little devil's advocate here for our audience because we may have some people out there listening who are saying all right already she wants me to do this in the morning and that at night and meditate and so on and so forth how much time and commitment does this type of process truly take on a daily basis it doesn't take that much time if you focus in the morning you're talking one minute If you're talking at night, you focus on the board. It's one minute. I meditate 15 to 20 minutes. That's a personal choice because I've really seen the difference. Now, this is what I mean. I meditate. So through meditation, I have developed my intuition. That is the gift I've gotten out of meditation. So my intuition guided me to change my seat on the aircraft to an aisle row on the other side of the plane. That's what kept me alive. It gets better. I meditate, so people say 20 minutes, that's a lot. I 
have a dermatologist appointment. I mean, I'm Irish. I've got the red hair, so I have the light skin. And I go in twice a year to have my skin checked. But I moved my appointment up by two months and had my leg checked, which the melanoma was already stage three. Two months later, they said there was a chance I might not have been here. Then I had another gut feeling with no symptoms that I should find a cardiologist and go to a heart doctor and have my heart checked. Now, I had no symptoms. I mean, I'm a little tired, okay? It's after the Christmas holidays. I have a daughter. I'm a single mom. Of course, I'm a little tired. No other symptoms. And when I pushed to go into the doctor, I had him run full panels, full everything. At first, they said, oh, my gosh, you look great, your cholesterol. But when they did the advanced echocardiogram, they said my valve, which is normally 2.0. Donna, we're we're going into break. Hold that thought. We'll be back in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Hi, everybody. This is Pete Six of Beatles and Beyond. Why don't we all come together and hear some of the tracks off the latest Beatles release on this radio station. Why don't you look up the schedules on this radio station and join me and Beatles listeners everywhere to hear these latest releases from the Beatles on Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix. Vision Onward is a mission. Vision Onward is passion. Vision Onward is compassion. It's God's power being shown in the world today with the guidance of the Holy Spirit through Jeff Holly and his family. And now, it's here on Toginet, Monday evenings at 9, 8 central. Vision Onward began over three years ago when Jeff and his family felt that after sitting in a church for years, they had come to a place in their faith where they were tired of sitting around and talking about their faith. They actually wanted to do something about it. So they decided to use their time, treasures, and talents that God had blessed them with to help those who have, by no choice of their own, been born into a world of poverty. So they walked away from the American dream, which they realize is actually a nightmare, so they can help others find hope in what seems to be a hopeless world. For more on Vision Onward, go to visiononward.org. This is truly a God-led adventure of the heart and humanity, making a difference for Christ. It's Vision Onward with Jeff Holly, Monday evenings at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And welcome back. We're here today with motivational speaker and author of Fire Up Your Life, Donna Hartley. And going into break, we're talking about the many benefits of meditation. But for you, Donna, meditation has actually saved your life on three occasions because it's helped you to develop that intuition that you use so well. Amazing. 
Yeah, it is amazing because, as I said, I changed my seat on the plane crash, which kept me alive. I went to the dermatologist early. They found the melanoma um, so I could be saved. And the last one, when I went to the heart specialist and insisted on a full workup and electrical, you know, electrocardiogram, they found that my valve was ready to collapse within <sighs> a couple weeks. So they, again, it was emergency kind of on the spot book the surgeon that day and get everything arranged and get in so so i know people say oh my gosh meditation is so demanding that's 15 or 20 minutes out of my day and my answer to them is do you want to live there you go (laughs) simple as that so that's why i believe we are worth it everyone is worth it to take those few minutes for themselves to calm down get the stress out of their life and again, help develop their intuition. Yeah, it really is. It really is worth it. Wow, thank you for sharing those powerful stories, Donna. That's that's amazing. It reminds us of, of the importance of something that is really so simple. And I know many people are intimidated by the thought of meditating because you hear the stories about clearing your mind and being in a zone and sitting a certain way. But meditation can be a very simple practice. So I encourage everyone to do a little more research on that. And um, you know, find yourself a meditation buddy or a mentor or something if you have questions or even go to YouTube, whatever. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth it. You know, at the beginning, I could not quiet my mind. So I bought some of those meditation tapes where they talk you through it. Yes. And then I could le- listen to someone taking me to the ocean and how to relax. And that's how I started to do it. Now I can do it just quiet or I can listen to music. But um, it, it's kind of intimidating. You're right at the very beginning. Yeah, it really is. So, so Donna, during one of these near-death experiences, <laughs> you, can, you asked yourself four critical life path questions. Why don't you tell us about those? When I was about to die in the plane crash, I had not liked my life. I was, um, I came out of a family of alcoholism and violence and I did not have healthy patterns. I did become a former Miss Hawaii, so I did have a a win under me. I had graduated from college. So, you know, those things were great, but I was a struggling actress in Hollywood. I put myself in a career that had a lot of rejection. So after failing so many times, I was at the all-time bottom. And when you are at the all-time bottom of your life, you have some choices. You can either die or you can decide that you are going to change everything. So when I was in the crash, four questions went through my mind as we exploded and we were burning. And they were, do you love yourself? And, you know, and, and when you think you are going to die, to die, you actually are totally truthful. And I answered no. And you love yourself and your family. And, and, you know, I answered no. And are you living your goals and dreams? And I answered no. And if you die today, have you left this planet a better place for being here? And I answered no again. Mm. So at that moment, I realized I had not accomplished what I wanted to with my lifetime. And that's when I said, I want to live. Wow. And, and what do you think might have occurred had you not, had your intuition not given you these questions? I, you know, I think that there's a chance that I might not have made it out of the aircraft. 
it might have been my time to leave because when when you commit and say I want to change, I want to live, I was so firm, you know, that my life would not be the same and it has never been the same since that day. And and not easy, not easy at all making changes, but I was given that right. So I really do think there was a good chance that I would have probably burned. If people go to my website under Donna Hartley, that's H-A-R-T-L-E-Y, they will see the plane crash picture on the top of my website, and then you're going to ask yourself, anybody looking at it, how did anybody get out alive? Yeah, no. yeah. So. That's exactly what I asked when I when I went to your website. I thought, oh, truly, that cannot be the plane that Donna was able to come out alive from. And um, I did a quick Google search on on the uh, the date in the DC-10 Continental and read the stories about it. And it truly was a miracle that not only you but hundreds of other people got out of there alive. It's, it's just a miracle. It was amazing that it was the first major crash at Los Angeles International Airport. We crashed in front of the fire department. Mm. Uh, you know, the people were all there, you know, so they could be at, at the, the crash within minutes. It was raining that day, which helped keep down the fire. I mean, still the fire is going hundreds and hundreds of feet in the air. So it really, truly was a miracle. And then there's eight evacuation slides. Four went instantly. Nobody got out from that side. And the other side, they all deflated or burned. But still people got out, and then people had to jump 20 feet. So there was a lot of broken arms and legs and things. But they lived. That was the good part. They lived. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a story. And and so you asked yourself these questions. Did you remember them? Obviously, you remembered them. But but how did you how did you integrate them, I guess, is my question into your life? And how immediately after this trauma, this shock, were you able to really integrate these questions and these answers and realize the need for change and act on that after this plane crash? Everything that happened that day is embedded in my brain. I will never forget those moments. They are very clear to me, even today. But I was an actress in Hollywood. Within one year, I moved out of the Los Angeles area and moved to Lake Tahoe in a small mountain area to find myself, to find out what my life was about. So I changed that entire lifestyle that I was after and started meditating. And it took me seven years to get past the fear of flying. <laughs> I fly now every, like every week or every other week as a speaker. But to answer those questions, do I love myself and that, probably took about 10 years yeah. after the crash. And, and I worked on it. It was something that I worked on. I had a heal with my family, which took a very long time. I had a heal with myself and forgive myself for my past. So it was not an easy process, you know, just because you get the answer doesn't mean that you can immediately put it in your life. I would have liked to immediately, but that wasn't the truth. If I'm really honest with myself, I can say it got better, and then it got better, and then there were some tough years, and then it got better, and then the old pattern came up again, and I got fearful, and then I got through it. So, Uh So that's normal. When you come in with a pattern, and then you have to beat it, it takes some time, some setbacks, 
But if you keep moving forward in that direction to say, I am going to do this. For example, I said I was going to heal with my father and my mother, and I did before they passed on, although that took years and years. And isn't that one of the most challenging things that people can face when when they have family members um, with whom they are in conflict is is passing on the ego and the pride, leaving those behind, and really finding a way to heal and forgive. That that can be such a challenge. Do you have any words of wisdom for those who are struggling with that? Well, I was really motivated because I'm a single mom. I adopted my daughter, and I really wanted to heal with my father, who was extremely violent, and my mother, who was alcoholic, because I did not want to pass those patterns on to my daughter. If I was attached to any of that anger, then it would go on to her. I communicated and was very honest with my parents. Now, Sometimes they would not accept that. So every night that I went to bed, I said something kind and said, sent them good energy. And even though they weren't there maybe to receive it or to hear it, I had to personally put it out because it was part of my forgiving process. Yes. And I did ask to remove my ego and my judgment and things that I had done wrong to keep this relationship negative. And... Um, I would put positive little things up on my wall like, you know, I love my family. And I'm not saying I'd healed with them yet, but I kept, again, saying that over and over again so I would have the little steps that kept building on it. And many times when they said something and it irked me, I would go, okay, that's their opinion. They're entitled to that opinion, but I do not have to accept that. And I just let it go through me, just like water washing over. Mm-hmm. Well, so it wasn't one way. There's just a lot of different ways you go, okay, can I do this? Can I do that? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you bring up another really important point is that in forgiveness and in doing these these practices and such, we cannot control um, how the other party receives or responds. We can only control our own self. And it's important to know that, that the forgiveness comes from within. And that's what it's about is healing that space within. The important part is, I mean, my daughter is 15 now, and not that we don't have our moments, as everybody that has a teenager knows, but we get over it really fast, and we always say we love each other, and we always communicate before we go to bed at night. So I do not let it fester. She does not let it fester, and that is always our goal of every day, even when we differ on a lot of things. We Nobody has to be right or wrong, but we are going to love each other and accept each other. That is beautiful. You have quite the bedtime routine in your house, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is another little, little point I'd like to give out to your readers, especially if they have small children or grandchildren. This was a pattern that I did with my daughter starting very young, about three years old. Uh, my daughter did self-talk every night we went to bed. Yes. So every night she would say five positive things about herself. And that is a pattern that she does even today. She might say, I like kittens. I like oatmeal. I like 
map, you know, just to know, then it changes, of course, over the years, you know? Of course. I love that, Donna. We're going to go into another break, and we'll be back in just a, a minute. We're here with Donna Hartley, and Donna is the author of Fire Up Your Life, and you'll find Donna at Donna Hartley, H-A-R-T-L-E-Y.com. Make sure and visit there and pick up a copy of her book and other wonderful products that uh, is on that site. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Go make the money! Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here today with motivational speaker Donna Hartley. And Donna is the author of Fire Up Your Life. Go check that out on her website, DonnaHartley.com. And I love, Donna, going into break, you're talking about how you established this bedtime routine with your daughter early on about listing five things that that make her feel happy or that she loves about herself. And uh, you're right, that is. It's a very powerful. Those types of little affirmations are so very powerful. And she still does it today at 15, huh? She still does it even as a teenager. Okay, it might have changed, and we add some boys to the ingredients and things like that and getting a car. But... um, even if she's had a very bad day at school or things haven't gone right, she has learned to cancel out that negativity or those fears 
and start to focus before she goes to sleep on something positive or something she has accomplished, like I'm a good dancer or I'm great as a tennis player. You know, whatever it is, um, I really believe that helps take away some of those fears when they go to sleep at night. Yeah, I, I agree. It reminds me of a cute little video on YouTube. They have this little, oh, maybe two-and-a-half-year-old girl, and she's, she jumps up on her, her bathroom vanity, and she's looking in the mirror, and she's got her arms outstretched, and she's saying, I love my house, I love my sister, I love my dolls, I love my... And she went on for like 30 seconds, 60 seconds or more. You know, I love this and I love that. What powerful energy it creates. Well, that's that's what I'm talking about because it really shifts you out of that depression or negativity or fear, whatever's blocking you. When you say those positive things, you have to let go of the negative. You can't hold two thoughts like that at the same time. Yeah. Exactly, and and we are our words. I mean, you cannot say words without internalizing them. And so when you shift your state like this and you speak in, in wonderful tones of excitement and you say great things, you do internalize that. Yeah. I believe the average person, and especially a teenager, thinks or says 250 negative ideas in one day. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. That's that's the latest statistic, somewhere around that number, and that's why we have to take charge and manage our thoughts. If we don't manage it, then someone else is managing it. Someone else is putting that negativity there for us, and we're buying into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just having this conversation with a friend the other day. Could we go 21 days without uttering or, or thinking a really negative um, thing or, or a criticism or a complaint? And, you know, when you first say that to yourself, you think, oh, well, that's no problem. I'm a really positive person. But when you start monitoring every thought and every word that comes out of your mouth, um, it's it's surprising even for the most positive people. So I think that would be very difficult. I think it's very uh-huh. difficult because something comes out negative. You get mad at a driver when uh-huh. you're pulling out at a stop sign or something comes up, right? <laughs> or you're right. waiting at a grocery line. <laughs> yep, yep. And, and to learn these wonderful tips like you're giving us today to transition those thoughts that we all have is critical to happiness, health, and success. And yes, health too. Health oh yes, too. absolutely. I think health Stress plays a major, major factor in every disease. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. Yeah. So um, I think when we manage our thoughts and manage our actions, we are not adding on to that extra you know, disease that we would pick up or that cold or that deadly disease. So yeah. when I had the melanoma, this was my thought that if I was that negative and I was in a very negative situation with my life because I was in a trial with my third stepmother, if I brought the disease to me, I also had the energy to send the disease away from me. Now, understand, I had the best doctors. I went to UC San Francisco. I got the best medical treatment. I had three surgeries. But I also did all the positive things that I could do, like say, perfect health, perfect surgery, perfect recovery, I said it morning, noon, and night. I eliminated anything negative, did not read it in the newspaper, never watched TV for anything negative. I wouldn't let anything negative come in my life. I had a butcher board paper that covered the whole back of uh, uh, my house, my dining room, and every time I had a fearful thought, I would go to that paper and I would write something positive on the paper to get rid of the negativity. 
And uh, I did all the holistic. I got rid of all processed foods. I took vitamins. I went to a chiropractor, got my energy aligned. So what I'm saying is I was part of the solution. Instead of waiting for my doctors to heal me totally, I was ready so when they did the surgery that I would be in the best possible health I could be in. Mm-hmm. You did. You worked at it, and uh, this isn't an overnight uh, solution for any of us. It's a lifestyle, and and you lived in that lifestyle. Right, and I think people want a quick fix, or I hear pe- people yes. say, well, whatever the doctor says, but I'm saying you have to be proactive. If it's your life and your health, then you need to be proactive. I remember when I went to San Francisco, met with the doctors, they were so booked. They were booked out eight weeks for surgery. Unfortunately, there's so much skin cancer in the world. And my doctor, where I live, said, I don't know if you'll be here. You know, this is something you need to get in immediately. So when I left the receptionist, I looked at her and she said, we'll call you, but we've got you scheduled for eight weeks from now. And I just looked at her and said, my name is Donna Hartley. This is my phone number. We have the file in front of us. And there will be a cancellation. And when there is a cancellation, please call me first. And she said, oh, no, you don't understand. I said, no, I do. My name is Donna Hartley. I was very calm, very firm. Here is my phone number. And they called me five days later, and there was a cancellation. Wow. So that's what I mean about being proactive. If you want something, be very positive about it, not negative, not forceful, uh, in a a bad way, but be very positive and project what you want. And then I was able to get in very early and have the surgery. So I was very happy. That's amazing. And Donna, how do you feel today? I mean, in 2002, you were not in a happy place. You had the stage three melanoma diagnosed. In 2006, the the heart um, diagnosed. And, and you've obviously learned and changed so much during that time. How are you feeling nowadays? Well, I wish I knew what I know now when I was 25, you know? Um, I am the happiest I've ever been in my life because there's a peace that's in me now that I didn't have before. I really thought that I had to control everything, which, of course, you don't. And I was really upset if people didn't like my family or whatever, didn't support me in something I was doing. Now I know that I am my best advocate, and I have to accept and love myself, even when I make mistakes, even when I'm wrong. I have to say, this is where I am today, and I like myself enough to say, okay, let's change this. Let's start working. So I, I would say that I'm, at the, I'm, I'm glad to say that I'm at the happiest part of my life. Oh, that is so wonderful. Wonderful. And so let's go through these four questions again and any other advice or tips that you, that you have on those. Um, I want to give our listeners a chance to write them down. So they are, go ahead. Do you love yourself is number one. I think most people, when they hear that question, do you love yourself, say, well, of course I love myself. Mm-hmm. But in reality, we judge ourselves. We put ourselves down when we gain 5 or 10 pounds or 20 pounds. We say, I don't look good in that outfit. I'm never going to get that promotion. Oh, I won't have the money to go on a trip to Hawaii. So do you really love yourself by saying, I am worthy of all those things? I am worthy just the way I am today. And, yes, 
I can make positive changes every day. So that was the lesson I learned from that, that I had to love myself where I was that day, even though I was not perfect. But then I have the right to change it and keep working on it. But I stopped beating myself up every day because I wasn't at the ultimate goal I wanted to be in my life. The next one is, do you have a good relationship with your family and friends? I automatically answered no to that because I did not have a good relationship. And I realized I had to be maybe the adult in the family and start communicating more clearly. And if they didn't support me when I went into being a speaker or when I was an actress, that was okay. That was their belief system, and they didn't have to support me. I wanted their support, but it didn't happen. Now, when I adopted my daughter, I was in my late 40s, and my mother would not talk to me for an entire year because I adopted a daughter as a single mom. Oh, no. I will tell you that hurt so much. But then I had to understand she divorced in the 50s and raised my brother and I as a single mom, that was extremely difficult. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got malnutrition as a kid. There wasn't even enough food in our house. So she was coming from her mindset. Yes, it hurt for months and months and months till I finally had to understand where she was coming from. She didn't want my life to be difficult. She didn't want it to be as painful as hers. So then I was able to forgive her and have that relationship, and I did have a good relationship before she passed on that. Oh, that's wonderful. In many ways, I'm sure it was causing her to relive so much of her her own pain that it was greatly about her. Right. But but you don't see that at the beginning. First of all, you just get mad. But that's right. She was thinking of how she suffered, didn't have money to pay the bills, didn't have the money to provide for us. And she did fine. She, you know, went through it and scrubbed floors, and then she got a great job. But that pain, I'm sure, was there for her. Oh, yeah. And what a a reminder this little precious granddaughter was going to be of that. Back in the 50s, single moms were shunned they were shunned i and as a child i could not even play with people because my mom was not married and, and she was single so i i know she was really shunned yeah and uh, we have about 30 seconds until break i just want to ask you really quick was there a um a, a turning point i mean what what was it what was the day when your mother decided you know what i'm going to talk to my daughter again my stepdad, which I adore my stepdad, so I know it is not just blood that binds us together, was having uh, his birthday, his 70th birthday, and he said, the only thing I want for my birthday is my daughter and my granddaughter here. And that's when my mother had to break down and said, she invited me and she said, your father wants you. That's as close and good as it got in my family. (laughs) <laughs> but once she saw my daughter, of course, she loved her, right? You know? She with love. All righty, and we're here today with Donna Hartley, com. Go check out that wonderful book, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. 
and we'll be right back after these. Vision Onward is a mission. Vision Onward is passion. Vision Onward is compassion. It's God's power being shown in the world today with the guidance of the Holy Spirit through Jeff Holly and his family. And now, it's here on Toginet, Monday evenings at 9, 8 central. Vision Onward began over three years ago when Jeff and his family felt that after sitting in a church for years, they had come to a place in their faith where they were tired of sitting around and talking about their faith. They actually wanted to do something about it. So they decided to use their time, treasures, and talents that God had blessed them with to help those who have, by no choice of their own, been born into a world of poverty. So they walked away from the American dream, which they realized is actually a nightmare, so they can help others find hope in what seems to be a hopeless world. For more on Vision Onward, go to visiononward.org. This is truly a God-led adventure of the heart and humanity, making a difference for Christ. It's Vision Onward with Jeff Holly, Monday evenings at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Get ready for the not-so-soccer mom, Tuesday afternoons at 1 eastern, noon central on toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The not-so-soccer mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. Everybody in the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website, and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And so have you got those journals out? Are you writing down these questions? Because they really are questions that we all need to ponder and can be life-altering when we start exploring. Do you love yourself? Do you have a good relationship with your family and your, and your friends? And we're off to the third question now with Donna Hartley. Are you living your goals and dreams? That's a big one for many, many people, Donna. How'd you tackle that one? Well, I realized during the plane crash when I was about to burn to death, if I would die, I really hadn't accomplished what I wanted to in this lifetime. So that was my driving force, that question especially to get out of the aircraft alive. I, I really had to sit down and focus, and that one of the things I did was I started meditating on a really regular basis after that. And then I started to write down. I journaled and I wrote down what I wanted to accomplish. So I would write down what I wanted to accomplish that day. I would start with a day. Then I would go on to what I wanted that week. You know, then I got to a month and a year and I actually got out to like three or five years. But I realized for myself, I needed to write it down. I needed to see it in ink and post it on my refrigerator or my wall, and then I had to start to believe it and start to go after it. Now, going after something means you get a lot of rejections because sometimes your goals are high. For example, I have a fabulous home now that overlooks the lake. Mm. 
I made five offers on this house. I did a lease option because I did not have the money at the time to, to go in with traditional financing. And I would move in for 18 months. I would pay double rent. And then the house, of course, that would be my down payment, and that would transfer to me. So it took me over a year of looking at this house, taking pictures, and making offers with the original seller to get it. But that's what focus does when it comes to goals. I also well, realized that I was a taker. I was worried only about my life. I wasn't concerned about helping other people. And that's what I do, of course, through my speaking now and through my writing. I put the stories out and I talk about how other people can change. So that is so much more fulfilling than just worrying about, you know, myself and being an actress. That gets old after a while, doesn't it? All it was. It, was. it didn't work for me. It's, it's great for a lot no. of people, but it was not. It was not the one for me. <laughs> no, not at all. And you really point out how you know when you are meditating and journaling and following these best life practices that you know you do get come up with some odd box thinking. I mean, to think about moving into your house for eighteen months and paying double the rent, and there you go, boom, there's your down payment. That is so creative. And whether you thought someone out unintentionally who gave you that idea or the idea was given to you. Um, wow. You know, what can well, come of this? See, I, I had it in my consciousness that I would find a way to buy the house. So mm-hmm. I saw a seminar in Reno, Nevada, that said, uh, you know, how to buy real estate with no money down. And it was four. It was four hundred dollars. It was three hundred ninety-nine dollars, and I only had four hundred dollars extra in my bank account at that time. Wow! And my friends all laughed at me because I spent the money. But I said, if they can teach me how to do it, and see, I believed it. That's the difference. I believed that I would find the method, and I did find the method. So now they don't laugh at me anymore. They say, oh, you're so lucky. You live in that house, and you're near the lake, and, you know, there's a pool there, and there's a beach. And I go, it had nothing to do with luck. No. Uh-uh. No, you earned it, girl. <laughs> wow. Wow. So really, I, and, and the other thing I love about what you, what you said is you started journaling on, on what you wanted to achieve, what your intent was, and you started with the day and then the week, and you built up to it because, you know, that is for, hard for a lot of people to see um, their forever picture, you know, their future as they, as they desire because many people don't know what it is they desire for their future. And so that's a beautiful way to build up to it, isn't it? The other thing that satisfied me is when I journaled, I could check it off or I would kind of highlighter through it that I accomplished it. So that Mm -hmm. felt good to me. So that meant I was moving forward. So that was so important. I would journal, but then I got to take the highlighter and like put it through it and say, I did that. That is, that is so satisfying. (laughs) I keep all my old... um, done tasks on my to-do list and cross them off for at least a week because it just feels so darn good. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the last one, the fourth one, is the one that really did change my life. It's, if you die today, have you left this planet a better place for being here? Mm-hmm. That was the hardest of these four yeah. to accomplish, and that took the longest time because up till that time, I really was in the me life instead of looking about the planet and the highest good and helping people or educating or even little things a day, to say thank you to someone, to smile, to make someone's day, to open up a door. I mean, I first started with small things. Now I write and now I speak. But, again, it's those little things every day that I believe make a difference. Yeah. 
They truly do. And, um, you know, getting out of the me-centric thinking is is critical. And a lot of people, I would say most people who think that way, don't even realize it until a crisis occurs. Um, what you know? In retrospect, now thinking back to you before March first, nineteen seventy-eight, did you know that you were in that that kind of a thought process? I did not. I didn't even go that deep to look. Yeah. So I think a lot of people don't know. I I hear them go on vacation. Friends talk about going on vacation, and then they're whining about all the wrong things that happened on vacation. And I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you were on vacation. What a wonderful opportunity Yes. to relax, to love. Nothing is going to be perfect any day of your life, but this is what it is. That's the difference, the mindset. When you change the mindset and you look with an attitude of abundance and gratefulness, then those things aren't so bad. Yes, they're a little inconvenient. Yes, I'm not saying you love them, but you are much more grateful and that you appreciate every day and you get out of, oh, they're bothering me. They're not letting me. I have to wait in line here. They're not letting me. Instead of like, oh, good, I get to wait, you know, five, ten minutes and I get to look around, you know. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things is when I am in line to to just kind of people watch and see all the amazing things going on around me. And what I love to see is parent interaction with their kids, you know. (laughs) Ah, sometimes it's just so darn cute, you know. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one, yes. (laughs) It really is. So this last question, if you die today, have you left this planet a better place for being here? It doesn't necessarily mean that we all have to go out and be motivational speakers and authors, it simply means putting your your delightful mark, you know, on the planet in some way. Well, the greatest mark I want to leave is, I mean, and I've been speaking 28 years, and I have books out, and I just signed for a four-book deal starting uh, March <gasps> 2011. Yes, there'll be Fire Up Your Life, the re-releasing, and Fire Up Your Intuition, where my uh, mentor teaches me how to develop my intuition. So, so many people have asked that. Then my third book will be Fire Up Your Health on the melanoma, and the fourth will be Fire Up Your Heart, Stay Heart Healthy. Uh-oh. But the most important thing to me uh-huh. is to be the role model and to be the inspiration for my daughter. Yes. Because then she can pass it on to the next generation and the next, and to be a healthy, productive person in society. So sometimes we think we don't have the patience with young people, but that, I believe, is our obligation and our gift to pass on to them wisdom. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and that it's, you know, for parents out there of, of older children, my girls are 24 now, they're twins, and, you know, it's never too late. I still see my girls emulating my behavior in some ways, you know, things that are recent, things that are new. And, uh, you know, we're moms forever and dads forever. Yeah, we sign up for life. You got it. Uh-huh. We really do. And so so what are some of the other ways that you see people? Because you have touched, I'm sure, just thousands upon thousands of people in this journey, Donna. What are some of the other ways that you see people transforming through asking these wonderful questions of themselves? I believe sometimes we put limits on ourselves because we say we're too old. Mm-hmm. I do not believe in that. I don't care if you're 15, 55, or 85. You are never too old to live, to heal, to have fun, to communicate, to share. So whatever age you are, I'm saying 
go for it every single solitary day. Do what you want to do. Don't let anyone stop you from your dreams. No one has the right. They are your dreams, and it is your desire to accomplish them. So do it. Yeah, those those are words that are so, so amazingly true. Donna, this has just been wonderful having you here with us today. Um, Tell our listeners one more time where they can find you and when we can expect the next book in the series to be available to us. Okay. uh, My website is Donna Hartley, so that is D-O-N-N-A, Hartley, H-A-R, dot com, and they can see me speaking. They'll see the plane crash on the home page. I have some clips and my products. And then on Amazon, they should first hit Amazon on March 1st. That's our goal of Ooh. 2011. The first two books should be out, which is Fire Up Your Life, which is the plane crash, and the mentor that came in my life from Oklahoma that helped me look at my life in a different and positive way. He was such a great influence. And the second book is Fire Up Your Intuition. Before he passed on, he passed his wisdom. He was the seventh son of a seventh son, and he passed it on to me. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Well, I'll certainly be looking out for those. Please put me on that mailing list. (laughs) Great. Thank you. (laughs) Donna, it's been delightful. Thank you so much for joining us on The Million Dollar Mindset, and please stay in touch. It was my honor. Thank you so much. Thank you, Donna. And that was Donna Hartley from DonnaHartley.com. Make sure and check out that wonderful, wonderful books that she has to offer. And I want to make sure that you all know about our wonderful guest next week, who is Nell Merlino from Count Me In. We all who are probably over the age of 40 remember the old Take Your Daughter to Work Day. And Nell Merlino was the originator of that a wonderful tradition, Take Your Daughter to Work Day. And she now has an organization called Count Me In, and she supports women in business to achieve financial independence. And I have the honor of coaching many of those women to their million-dollar mark and their, their financial and emotional independence. And so this is a cause that is great, to, very close to my heart. So please join us here next week on The Million Dollar Mindset as we chat with Nell Merlino about the things that stop women in business from achieving their greatest success. We'll see you then. This is Marla Tabaka. Bye-bye. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've